Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Oh my gosh, what a disaster. <laughs> Last night at that Democrat debate. Was that a debate huh? or was that like an old school WWE yeah. uh, Royal Rumble? What a mess. Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Hey, your online activity shouldn't be public. Protect yourself now. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Well, I'm doing well, especially got a lot of laughs from that debate thing, man. Yeah, I know you did because Joe gets to cheat. I send him the video audio cuts before the show. He was probably watching this debacle (laughs) last night thinking the same thing I was. What the heck was that? All right. I got a lot to get to. Let's get right to it. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at... Mm. Bravo Company Manufacturing. Sorry, moved away from the mic a little bit. Bravo Company Manufacturing, (laughs) otherwise known as BCM. They produce (laughs) the finest rifles out there, ladies and gentlemen. The finest. When I went and picked up my BCM rifles at the FFL, the local federal firearms dealer, the guy said to me, I kid you not, these are high quality rifles. You'd be very lucky to have these. They're terrific. I have two of them. Bravo Company Manufacturing, or BCM for short got the shirt on, builds a professional-grade product built to combat standards. That's because BCM believes the same level of protection, the same, should be provided to every American regardless if they're a private citizen or a professional. BCM is not a sporting arms company. You want a hunting rifle, that's fine. There are a lot of great companies out there. That's not what BCM builds. They build, design, engineer, and manufacture life-saving equipment because BCM, Bravo Company Manufacturing, assumes that when a rifle leaves their shop, It will be used, sadly in many cases, in a life or death situation, but they're aware of that by a responsible citizen, law enforcement officer, or a soldier overseas. So quality is all that matters to them. These need to function under pressure every time. Every component of a BCM rifle is hand-assembled and tested by Americans in Heartland, Wisconsin, to a life-saving standard. BCM puts people before their products. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't recommend these rifles highly enough. This is life-saving equipment. To learn more about Bravo Company Manufacturing, Head on over to Bravo Company M, like Mary, F like Frank, G.com. Bravo Company MFG.com. Bravo Company MFG.com, where you can discover more about their product, special offers, and upcoming news. They also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bravo Company USA. Check them out, Bravo Company MFG.com. You are not going to want to miss. They have the finest rifles out there, hands down. Bravo Company MFG.com. All right, Joe, let's go. All right. Ding, ding. So last night, the biggest Democrat dumpster fire yet. What a debacle. What a train wreck, the debate. For those of you who missed it, there was a Democrat debate last last night in Nevada. Bloomberg, Nanny Bloomberg was his first time on the stage. Uh, I'm betting Nanny Bloomberg wishes it wasn't his first time on the stage, (laughs) that it was his no time on the stage, and that it didn't happen. He got wrecked last night. I'm not even going to play. Elizabeth Warren, you've seen it on TV. Elizabeth Warren basically just slammed him over a history of what Elizabeth Warren claims was sexual discrimination, discrimination based on Mm -hmm. sex and things like sexual harassment at one of his companies and a bunch of non-disclosure agreements that were signed. It was Bloomberg looked like a deer in headlights. Whoever prepped Bloomberg for the debate, you blew it. Big time. Fire that person yesterday. Stat immediately. Okay. I want to get to the more interesting stuff because you've seen that all over the news and I like to cover things here. 
that are a little more substantive. I don't know about Bloomberg companies, NDAs. I don't know. I don't work there. And if they have a history of sexual harassment there, then Bloomberg should answer those questions. Fair enough. But I don't know enough about that. To, I didn't work there. I want to get to the more substance-based arguments and the lack of substance-based arguments. So let's go to video number one. This, I, 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 I now for those of you long timers, <laughs> Dan Bongino show loyalists, the Judy's of the world who has always been with us from the beginning. I mean, the people who are with us when Joe and I were doing the show in my Severna Park basement, we had 30 listeners. Yeah. You know, I have been furious about this silly, stupid argument forever. Bernie Sanders continues to make that we need to be more like Denmark. Denmark is a democratic socialist country and we need to be more like Denmark. Denmark is not socialist for the 6,426th time. Denmark is not socialist. Listen to Bernie again spout this utter nonsense about Denmark being a democratic socialist country. And I will provide the evidence afterwards that he's lying to you. Stop being a sucker for this guy. Check this out. Let's talk about democratic socialism, not communism, Mr. Bloomberg. That's a cheap shot. Let's talk about democratic. Let's talk about what goes on in countries like Denmark, where Pete correctly pointed out they have a much higher quality of life in many respects than we do. What are we talking about? Yeah, what are you oh, talking about, Bernie? Gosh, quick. Time out, Joe. <laughs> Time out. Somebody notify the Danes. Notify the Danes that they're socialists. Somebody quickly, because as I used to put out often on the show, and I will now do it again, and it will be in my show notes today. Ladies and gentlemen, this article I'm about to flash on the screen in a moment. Keep this handy on your browser. Print it, own it, love it, know how to Google it. Keep it handy on your iPhone, your Android, whatever you have right away. This article by Investors Business Daily from 2015. It'll be in the show notes again today. Headline. <laughs> Denmark tells Bernie Sanders it's had enough of his socialist slurs. Somebody should tell the Danes that they're socialist because they apparently object to this characterization. Why? Because they're not socialist. They're not democratic socialist. There's no such thing as no. that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They are a market economy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Lars. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, Read that article. You're killing me. Read the article. They have been saying since 2015, since Bernie ran the first time, Lars Rasmussen, their former leader, we are not a socialist country. Stop slandering us. Slandering. They're a market economy. Now, granted, there are heavy taxes. There's a heavy tax burden, but heavy taxes and big government, although bad ideas, ladies and gentlemen, are not socialism. This is not a small debate. I'm really genuinely sorry that this show and very few others have made this distinction to you if you are out there and you are still confused. For the great conservatives and liberty lovers in my audience, I give you this stuff so you have the ammo to debate. To the liberals out there who are still, still confused, please let me educate you for a moment. I'm not kidding. I'm not trying to be a jerk. You don't know what you're talking about. Denmark and many of the Scandinavian countries, Sweden, Norway, Finland, others, a lot of European countries as well, 
do have big government models with heavy taxation and a lot of government services. That is not socialism. It is not democratic socialism. The definition of socialism is clear as day. It is when the government owns and controls the means of production with the weapon of force at its back. In other words, the factories, the supermarkets, the farms, the food production, the healthcare system is owned and controlled by the government. Right. Under penalty of force. That is not what Denmark is. It is a free market economy. Right. That's it. Denmark is not socialist. Stop humiliating yourself. We need to be more like Denmark. Denmark. We don't need to be more like Bernie saying us we are. It's nonsense. It's a slander. Stop doing it. Keep the article. If you want to subscribe to our show notes, Bongino.com slash newsletter, we'll email you the show notes every day. Make it simple for you. Folks, please, I'm humbly begging you, keep this article up to debate your college-age liberal friends, many of them, sadly, who don't know what they're talking about. We need to be more like Democrat Socialist Denmark. Really? Here's the article. Denmark, stop calling us socialists. We're not socialists. What did you miss? You understand this guy's lying to you? He has no idea what he's talking about. All right, let's go to cut two. Bernie Sanders, ladies and gentlemen, doesn't even know what socialism is. I'm glad we played that first uh, clip first about Denmark because I got to kind of preface this a little bit and give you a primer of where we're going to go on this. Socialism is not big government and heavy taxes when there is still a functioning free market. You can have government that pays for health care with doctors and hospitals who are not forced to work for the government. They can volunteer to work for the government, but they're not forced to do it. If they're forced to work for the government, like in Cuba, North Korea, and elsewhere, that would be socialism. Mm -hmm. The Soviet Union. If a doctor can choose to provide services in a market economy or can choose to work for a government salary, we have that here. You can take Medicaid patients. You don't have to take Medicaid patients. It's as simple as that. Where the turn to socialism would happen is if you were then forced to work for the government and the government only. That would be fully socialized medicine. You have no choice. It would be illegal to provide medical services to anyone for a price. Private right. insurance would be banned. Right, right. And in some places that does happen. Uh -huh. That would be a socialized healthcare system. But Bernie Sanders has no idea what socialism is. Listen to this cut here where he totally, and I think intentionally, botches it again to confuse you about what socialism is and isn't. Check this out. We are living in many ways in a socialist society right now. Problem is, as Dr. Martin Luther King reminded us, we have socialism for the very rich, rugged individualism for the poor. Wait a second. When Donald, let me finish. When Donald Trump gets $800 million in tax breaks and subsidies to build, link, to build luxury condominiums, that's socialism for the rich. When Walmart, we have to subsidize Walmart's workers who are on Medicaid and food stamps because the wealthiest family in America pays starvation wages. That's socialism for the rich. Holy Moses, there's so okay. much disinformation in there. This guy, I, I, we got to break this down yeah. piece by piece. Yeah. Let's address number one. Because again, the idiocy there is so profound. If you don't take it point by point, you'll get lost in the morass of stupid. Number one, Bernie Sanders. Donald Trump's tax breaks. This is socialism. 
Folks, Donald Trump was a real estate developer in one of the most liberal cities on the planet, New York. New York City, which is approximately, what, 70% Democrat, 30% radical Democrat? So, Bernie, you're suggesting that the citizens of New York that voted for Democrats, who then instituted tax laws that may have benefited a real, benefited a real estate developer who built buildings in New York City and contributed to the business environment there, you're suggesting that's socialism? Folks, do you understand the stupid there? Socialism is the government control of the means of production, not people voting for other people who then institute a series of laws that people subjected to those laws then take advantage of. You don't like the laws in New York City and your Democrats? You don't like, I don't even know if these tax breaks Bernie's talking about, because Bernie never knows what he's talking about. But give it, con conceding the point, which I'm hesitant to do for a moment, conceding the point that Trump may have benefited at some point in New York City from tax breaks the citizens voted on, Please explain to me how that represents socialism or the government control of the means of production. A private developer, Trump, who built free market buildings and did them using tax laws voted on by Democrats in New York City. Did, how did, folks, I'm not kidding. How does that make sense to you? Do you have an adamantium skull where facts can't penetrate? If you believe that's socialism, I'm really sorry. I'm not trying to offend you on purpose. I'm just stating a fact here a tautology. You're really a moron if you believe that because you cannot connect two ideas in a logical manner. Free market, buildings, private developer using laws voted on by Democrats. Yep, that's socialism. <coughs> oh, I'll get to how Bernie Sanders got rich off socialism in a moment. All right. Because Bernie's a fraud, folks, a fraud, a tier one level fraud. I said on Laura Ingram's show last night, I was on with Charlie Hurt and the great Mercedes Schlapp. I said, you know, I, and I said I'm filling in for Levin last night on the radio. I'm getting a little tired of people calling Bernie authentic, even on our side. He's not authentic. He is not authentic. Bernie is consistent, but he's not authentic. Those are two separate things. He's consistently wrong and consistently a fraud. He claims he is a socialist, but he is not a socialist in his personal life. He only wants socialism for you. And yes, he has been consistent on that. Consistently fraudulent. Authentic? No, authentic means what he's saying aligns with his own personal life in an air of authenticity. That's not what Bernie does. He's a millionaire with three homes. Which flows perfectly, by the way, unintendedly, and segues nicely into cut number three. Well done. Unintentionally, of course, but the show just goes where it goes. Here's Nanny Bloomberg nailing Sanders in what I wish someone would have said years ago to this total, phony, inauthentic fraud. So you're a socialist who believes in the government control of wealth and the means of production. In other words, for the liberal simpletons out there who don't understand what socialism means, the accumulation of pri a private free market wealth is prohibited in a socialist system. The government controls the means of production, the businesses, and the wealth generated from them. That is what socialism is. Crack a book sometime. 
So if Bernie believes this, and this works and will lead to a better tomorrow, socialism, and the prohibition on private wealth, that's what socialism is, then why is Bernie not practicing socialism himself? Again, because he's a colossal tier one level, inauthentic fraud. Listen to Bloomberg call him out on this. Check out this, Jim. What a wonderful country we have. The best known socialist in the country happens to be a millionaire with three houses. What I miss here? Well, you'll miss that I work in Washington, house one. That's the first problem. Live in Burlington, house two. That's good. And like thousands of other Vermonters, I do have a summer camp. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Folks, come on. I'm Come on. I'm really, I'm not even messing. I know, listen, this show, we go in a lot of different directions. It's an emotional roller coaster, mm-hmm. ups and downs, sarcasm, wit, funny. Sometimes it's sad. Sometimes we cry. Sometimes we celebrate. Sometimes we cheer. I'm being deadly serious. Serious is a heart attack here. To the Bernie folks out there who are considering supporting this guy, do you understand what a colossal, phony, and fraud this guy is? Did you ever notice every wealthy socialist who decries the accumulation of personal private wealth, who themselves have gotten wealthy, every single one of them always has an excuse accumulation the size of a phone book in New York City? There's always an excuse for it. Yep. Bloomberg, good for Bloomberg, calling him out. Listen, you know I'm not a fan. We'll get to Bloomberg in a little while, too. I got a lot on Bloomberg. But good for him. At least Bloomberg created a company that provided a service people valued and were willing to pay for, a service they valued because that, those companies who use Bloomberg Financial Services and their financial information service believed that company would be better off using that service than without it. And they were willing to compensate Bloomberg because of it. What has Bernie produced? Nothing. This guy has never had a job. Yet he's a multimillionaire who owns three homes. And you see the excuses? Folks, let me just say, I don't care that Bernie owns three homes. I am a free market capitalist. I'm telling you, he hates the idea of people owning multiple homes and owns them themselves and has an excuse book the size of the phone book. I live in D.C. I need another house. What, you couldn't rent? Why not rent? You believe rich people are taking. You believe in a zero-sum economy from the poor. You buying that home in D.C., did you not then bid up the price for some middle class or or person who was poor could have bought that home? Why is that not a fair question? You didn't need that home. You could have rented. I can't rent. Why not sleep in your office? I know a number of congressmen. I'm not going to name names. Many of them. Personally, not name dropping. I'm just telling you, person who sleep in their offices. Why not, Bernie? Why not? Why are you taking assets, housing assets, away from someone who could need, who could use them, and, and needs them? I got a better idea, Joe. Is this not a fair question? Mm-hmm. If you want to be considered authentic, Bernie, and not a consistent fraud like you are, why not take your salary? You're a millionaire now. You don't need it. You tell everyone else, well, you don't need a million dollars. You tell everyone else that. Why not take your salary, donate it to a needy family, and buy the home for them while you sleep in your office? Why not? Why is that not a fair question? Great idea. Great idea. No, I'm serious. Yeah. Man, I'm not messing you with you. I'm. The verdict is in. Yeah. It's a damn serious question. Yes, I'm not messing with you. Why is that not fair? Because he's a fraud. That's why. Because he wants to live it up. And his, uh, the other, the follow-up was even more abhorrent. And like Vinny, Vinny Vermontas, I have a lake house. What does he call it? A summer camp or whatever? Yeah, I don't know what he called it. summer camp, I think he said, yeah. 
Camp, as you said, summer guy. I've yeah, never heard a I home call that. Me either. Yeah, that, that must be a rich person thing. Folks, I'm serious. I have no problem with Bernie having multiple homes. I'm simply telling you, him telling you not to have multiple homes is based on an entirely fraudulent ideology he himself does not believe in. You need a summer house? Why? He just said he has three homes and he's in D.C. a lot, so he needs a home in D.C. So if you're in D.C. a lot and then you have another home in Vermont, how much time could you possibly be spending at your third home, summer camp, in Vermont? Two weeks? Three weeks a year? You're not. You're telling me, Bernie, you can't donate that place to someone else you deem more needy? Why not? Folks, the answer is obvious. This guy's a total phony. He is not authentic. Please stop talking about Bernie as being authentic. He wants you to do that. This guy is a tier one level phony and fraud. And I'm sorry, it does the Democrats no good to boost this guy. I know there's a theory out there that we want Bernie because he'd lose 39 states, potentially 40 states to Trump. I don't disagree with that. And maybe that wouldn't be a bad thing to finally squelch socialism for a decade or two. You want to run against a socialist? Let's bring it on. Let's have that fight. But folks, these people are dangerous. I'm serious. And whereas the Democrats undersold and undervalued Donald Trump in the election and he surprised them, we got to be careful what we ask for. We get Bernie. The possibility of Bernie winning is not that remote. Maybe small, but it's not zero. Can you imagine what the country would become? These people are dangerous and they're inauthentic frauds at the same time. It's a deadly combination. All right, folks, today's show also brought to you by buddies at We The People Holsters. Look at this gem. These are pretty fine holsters. This is their Constitution holster. They have a ton of different cool designs. Check them out. I love this holster. This is one of my personal faves. This is their In The Pants. You can, In The Pants holster. <laughs> in The Pants holster. That was perfect. Hey, there are a lot of holster brands to choose from. And a lot of them look the same until you see the price. Starting at just $37. We the People holsters are custom made right here in America. Their designs are made in-house. They have their own 3D design team who measures every micromillimeter of their firearms to ensure the perfect fit. Look at that. Measured perfectly. Click. Right when you get that click, you know it's safe and secure. Super comfortable too. Their unique and intuitive design allows you to easily adjust both the cant and the ride of the holster so it'll fit comfortably and securely at all times. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Get yours today. These make great gifts too. Beautiful, beautiful holsters. Every holster ships free and comes with a lifetime guarantee. I've had this one for what, Paula? Five years now? Great. Look, it still looks good. Enter the offer code Dan and receive an additional $10 off your order. You believe that? wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Check out their Trump holster too. They've got great designs. Go look. Go look today. It's a great way to show your support for our president. Satisfaction's guaranteed. We the people holsters.com slash Dan. Offer code Dan. We the people holsters.com slash Dan. Go check them out today. Great company. All right, let's move on. So again, I, I mean, doubling and tripling down on how Bernie's a total complete fraud and a fake. I'm not a fan of Bloomberg, but at least as I said before, Bloomberg produced some service people valued and were willing to pay for. Bernie has produced Nothing, zero, goose egg, donut, nothing. Government doesn't produce anything but drama for you. 
It doesn't. It takes. It doesn't produce anything. Private business, free market capitalism takes glass and plastic and puts them in a phone and creates a phone like I just showed you, my iPhone here, creates a phone more valuable than the substrata of its parts. A pen company takes plastic, some brass, ink, and combines that into a combination of these items more valuable than it broken down into pieces. That's not what the government does. The government takes from you and spends. Now, there are things we acknowledge we should spend on our military, our court system. We get that. It's in our constitution. But the government, you should not be getting wealthy off the government as it takes from others. That hasn't affected Bernie Sanders' family, according to author Peter Schweitzer. See this article at Breitbart? Well, I'll have it up in the show notes today if you want to. I got a cut coming up from this, too. Peter Schweitzer was on Hannity, uh, Sean Hannity's radio program yesterday, talking about another Bernie abomination. Schweitzer, Bernie Sanders, funneled tax and school money to his family. Pam Key and Breitbart be in the show notes today. Here is another stunning nuke dropped on the battlefield of ideas by author Peter Schweitzer about Bernie Sanders when he was the Burlington, Vermont mayor. Again, taking your money, not free market money, providing a service like Bloomberg's company did, taking your money to provide a service to Bernie and his family. And yet people still believe this fraud is legit. Listen to Schweitzer on Hannity Radio yesterday talking about this little scheme. Check this out. Bernie, over the course of his uh, 30 plus years in public office, has funneled huge sums of money to his family. Uh, that includes hiring family members, even when it was not justified in the uh, Burlington uh, uh, city government. Uh, but more specifically, in the 2016 campaign, uh, there was this mysterious media buying company called Old Time Media that was set up. They funneled $83 million through this media buying company which was located in a house on a cul-de-sac in suburban Virginia. Had no website, uh, had no presence whatsoever. That company was run by two of uh, Bernie Sanders' wife's friends. When she was asked about her connection or relationship to that firm, uh, she hung up on a local Vermont reporter. Oh, my gosh. People keep falling for this guy. It's unreal. It is a, he's authentic. Yeah, an authentic fraud. <laughs> So Bernie Sanders, who was, uh, again, has been a politician his whole life, when he was the Burlington mayor, according to Schweitzer's allegations, they had a media company and then a media company later on. And in that media company, the media company, which gets a commission on ad buys, if you haven't run for office, you probably aren't aware how this works. When you run for office, which I have, you hire a media company that goes and places buys on Fox, CNN, MSNBC, websites, whatever it may be. And the way the ad company makes money is sometimes they'll produce the ads, sometimes not but they will take a commission on each buy. Isn't that kind of odd how Bernie Sanders' wife's friends, according to Schweitzer, were the ones who owned that company? And were wow, it seems like everybody around Sanders was getting rich yeah. off his campaigns and government. But don't worry, Joe. He's authentic. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Seriously. He's consistent. Again, he's a consistent fraud. Absolutely. He's been a consistent fraud his whole life. Authentic, hard, hard pass. You got the wrong guy if you're looking for authenticity. All right, getting back to some other stuff. I got a stack show today, sorry.
Loaded show. A lot to talk about. You know, the last few weeks we've been talking about how in this Spygate nonsense, the Mueller fake probe, they weren't really probing anything except Trump. The impeachment hoax, Kavanaugh, all, all, all these people know each other. Now, again, that's not a shocker to my regular listeners. We all know the swamp is real. Of course, the anti-Trump forces all know each other. But part two of my statement, that's been my operating thesis for the last few months now, not only does the swamp all know each other, they're all benefiting from each other monetarily, and they're all hiding something. They all have something they want to go away. So they trot out anti-Trump hoax after anti-Trump hoax, just ensuring they do maximum political damage to the president, hoping they can get rid of him so he doesn't undercover, uh, uncover their malfeasance. Here's another gem I've been dying to get to for a few days, but it's been a heavy news week, so we missed it. So I'm going to tie two stories together, both from the Daily Caller, one from uh, Sagar and Jetty and one from Chuck Ross. So let's get to the first one first. Remember David Laufman? Some of you are like, David Laufman, yeah. you know what I always say? Remember the names, remember the names, because they'll creep up. You may remember this name from the Kavanaugh hearing. David Laufman, uh, where did I hear that name? Right. Well, let's go to this yeah. Daily Caller article one. Who is David Laufman? Let's highlight old David today. Daily Caller, DOJ lawyer who interviewed Hillary finds his way into the Christine Blasey Ford case. Oh my gosh, again, what a big coincidence. How's that? So a Department of Justice lawyer who was also involved in something else, I'll get to Chuck Russ's story in a minute. A Department of Justice lawyer who interviewed Hillary Clinton on, I wrote the date down, what was it? July 2nd, 2016, over her email scandal where she was mysteriously given a pass despite trafficking and classified information over an unauthorized private email system. That same Department of Justice attorney showed up in the Brett Kavanaugh hearing to demean and destroy the character of Brett Kavanaugh by legally representing a former FBI agent who was assisting Christine Blasey Ford in her very, very suspicious charges against Brett Kavanaugh. Weird how these same people just keep showing up over and over again. You know, I'm in the process of putting together the final book in my trilogy, Spygate, Exonerated, and book three, which we have not named yet, about how we have to follow the money and the connections between all these people because they all know each other and they all, all have something to hide. And this is going to be part of the book too. Are you telling me this is one of the questions I want to ask in the book, and I'll ask you now, that it's just by chance that the exact same players involved in suppressing Hillary's email scandal, the Kavanaugh hearings, the impeachment probe, the Spygate scandal on spying on the Trump team, the scandal of get Mike Flynn out of office, that they're all, they all know each other and work with each other. You're telling me that's all by chance? That of all the people all around the world to allege Trump did something wrong. It's always this same crew and nobody in the media finds anything suspicious about that. Let me give you an analogy because sometimes liberals with their adamantium skulls can't process information in a normal way. So you have to tell them Teddy Ruxpin stories just to make sure they get it. Let me give you an analogy. Let's say producer Joe. Let's say I didn't like him. I can't stand producer Joe. Poor guy. Yeah. Many of you get to meet producer Joe at CPAC next week. I hope you're going. National Harbor in Maryland. We'll see you there. Yes, sir. Producer Joe will be there. The He's guys. the one who looks like Elvis. You can't miss him. <laughs> You've seen him on the show. But for those listeners, 
But I'm sorry, Paula will be there too. Yes. She will be the most beautiful woman in the room. That's the easiest <laughs> way to recognize her. But let me give, finish my analogy here. So producer Joe, I don't like producer Joe. I want to get rid of him. So I figure the best way to get rid of him, just like the Democrats in the swamp hate Trump, is to just make up a bunch of fake producer Joe scandals. Right. Producer Joe robbed the bank. Producer Joe robbed the deli. Producer Joe is, uh, what, what else? Producer Joe's been dealing heroin out of the corner of uh, 64th and Myrtle Avenue. Whoa. None of it's real, no. but I need to destroy producer Joe, so I just keep making it up. Wouldn't it be odd if someone walked into a police station every day and made an allegation against Joe that proved to be false, and it was me, then it was my brother, then it was my cousin, then it was my employee. Wouldn't you, as a police officer in the intake room, taking those complaints by day five, be say, saying, well, uh, uh, sir, 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 <laughs> this is now the fifth time you've been in here alleging producer Joe committed a crime, and you look like the guy who came in yesterday. Yeah, I'm his brother. Oh, and then the guy puts out employee. I work for a bunch of Wouldn't you be like, hey, there's something wrong here? The media doesn't want to ask any of those questions. Right. Any of those questions at all. A DOJ attorney who interviewed Hillary when they suspiciously made the Hillary email case go away also shows up to attack Brett Kavanaugh by representing people who are attacking Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, it gets better. We even got to the Chuck Ross beat. Don't have that uh, Chuck Ross gem. The same guy, David Laufman, remember the names. It's the key to all of this. When you memorize the names, you see it like this. If not, you're going to miss it. Lickety split. Chuck Ross, February 17, 2020, Daily Caller. Ex-DOJ official. Gosh, who could that be? David Laufman? That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? Named in FISA abuse reports. <laughs> Size the petition. Calling on Attorney General William Barr to resign. It's the same swamp rodents over and over and over again. So Laufman, DOJ attorney, who interviewed Hillary when she got a pass, who also was involved in the attack on Kavanaugh, who also was involved in the FISA Spygate scandal, is also on the petition signed by DOJ officials to demand the guy looking into what they did during those scandals, Bill Barr, be removed from office. And nobody thinks that's even remotely suspicious. No, no. Laufman's all legit, folks. He's above Barr. Pun intended. <laughs> yeah. On the level. Gotcha. Totally. Totes my goats, man. Don't even look into <laughs> no. it. Laufman's legit. Let's go to some takeaways from Chuck Ross's piece. Again, it'll be in the show notes, bongino.com slash newsletter. Please check them out. Story's worth your time. Quote, a former DOJ official who's discussed throughout the inspector general's report on FISA abuse, Laufman, added his name Monday to a petition calling on William Barr, William Barr ironically looking into the FISA abuse, to resign as attorney general. Gee, you don't want to find out what I did. You better resign. Laufman, who served as the chief of the DOJ's counter-intel and export control section through 2018, said on Monday that he joined these former DOJ employees who signed the petition, which was started by an anti-Trump activist group, Protect Democracy. Hysterical. Again, none of you find this odd. They all know each other. 
every one of them. They know each other. They're all hiding something. So Laufman, just to be clear, was involved in the whole process to spy on the Trump team while at the DOJ? Oh, you want to see what he was involved in? What could Laufman be hiding? I'm just asking the questions, man. I'm just asking questions. Is this not fair? You know, something the media was supposed to do. What was Laufman involved in in the Spygate scandal, spying on a chat Barr's looking into now, that he's so concerned about that he signed a letter demanding Barr resign before they find out what Laufman could have done? Let's go to takeaway number two, because this is damning from Chuck Ross's piece. The inspector general's report said Laufman arranged a meeting in January of 2017 for Christopher Steele's main source for information in the dossier. Laufman sat in on part of the interview. Come back to me here. This is critical. What have I been telling you? I broke this a long time ago. I'm proud to tell you on this show from an unimpeachable source. I broke to you a long time ago that this January of 2017, Trump is coming into office. This meeting with Christopher Steele, the author of the dossier, you know, the Russian collusion dossier, the PP tape thing, mm-hmm. the fake dossier. That in January of 2017, the FBI's already had the case open on Trump, the spy on him, since July 31st of 2016. They finally, they don't bring the source in Steele's using first, which they should have. Hey, is anything Steele's saying in this dossier real? That would have been the first step for a sound investigation. They have the dossier as early as July of 2016. Don't believe the FBI's nonsense stories on that. Instead of bringing the source in right away, hey, is Steele telling the truth? They wait. They wait almost, what, seven months to finally bring Steele's source in and say, hey, is any of the stuff in the dossier true? Why do they wait? Because they don't want to know the truth. Finally, they get Steele's source in there. I broke this story about this meeting. And the source tells them this dossier is all crap. It's all garbage. None of this is actually true. I didn't tell them that. Do you understand how important this January of 2017 meeting is? Why? Because the FBI now knows conclusively, signed, sealed, and delivered, that their entire case is based on Steele's dossier and that the dossier is false. And what do they do? They continue to swear to the FISA court through two renewals to continue to spy on the Trump presidency now. Presidency now. Trump swears in in January of 2017 as the president that what was in the dossier was true. Do you understand now what Barr is investigating and Durham and why Laufman, who helped set that meeting up, you saw it. I just showed you the quote from Chuck Ross's piece. Mm -hmm. He's helped set that meeting up. Barr is investigating a massive conspiracy to defraud the FISA court. Folks, I don't know what's going to happen with arrests and prosecutions. I don't. I'm not in Barr's head. I've not had any conversations with Bill Barr. Bill Barr does not call me for advice. I'm simply suggesting to you that I know, and I'm sure of it, that United States Attorney Durham, under Bill Barr, knows exactly what happened. They know this is a massive conspiracy, and they are right over the target. And I have never seen a clearer case of this than a guy, Laufman, involved in all of these anti-Trump hoaxes, the Kavanaugh hoax, 
the Spygate hoax, the Hillary didn't commit a crime hoax. The same guy who helped arrange a meeting which nailed to the ground the dossier that shredded the FBI's whole case, a guy who helped set up the meeting, shockingly would want the attorney general to resign before they find out that he helped set up a meeting which debunked the whole case against Donald Trump. I've been telling you, they all know each other, folks, and they're all hiding something. Again, to the liberals watching the show, please challenge any of the facts I just put out. I'm begging you. Did he not represent Monica McLean and the Blasey Ford hoax against uh, Brett Kavanaugh, Laufman? Was Laufman not involved in setting up that meeting? Was Laufman not mentioned in the IG report as part of the, as part of the FISA abuse? Was he not mentioned there? What part of this is false? Was Laufman not in on the Hillary interview in July? Oh, everything I said is true. Oh, yeah, you don't get the facts right. We do. Joke. Total farce. All right. Uh, Let me get to my final sponsor because I want to debunk some massive media hoaxes. I mean, the media malfeasance is incredible. You've heard Trump, the pardons are out of control. Okay, we'll get to that in a second because that's just nonsense. I got that. And I got a little kind of call to action here, too. I think it's going to be important. Final sponsor today, ZipRecruiter. We'd be lost without ZipRecruiter here at Bongino Inc. Why? Because hiring is challenging. But there's one place you can go where hiring is super simple, fast, and smart. Save yourself time and money. Stop looking around all over the place. Grow your business. Connect to qualified candidates now using ZipRecruiter. Codable co-founder Gretchen Hebner experienced how challenging hiring can be after unsuccessfully searching for a new game artist to grow her education tech company. Then she switched to ZipRecruiter and saw an immediate difference. You can too. Help your business gain that competitive advantage now by signing up for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. And by using ZipRecruiter's screening screening questions to filter candidates, Gretchen found it easier to focus on the best ones. Didn't waste time. Get that competitive advantage now. Don't let your competitors beat you to the punch. Find the right candidates. In fact, after posting her job on ZipRecruiter, Gretchen said she was honestly surprised she found qualified applicants so quickly and hired a new game artist in less than two weeks. With results like that, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, it's the smartest way to hire. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-O-N-G-I-N-O, ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. Thanks, ZipRecruiter, for being here. We appreciate it. Okay, moving on. You know, I love debunking media hoaxes and they're everywhere, and I'm I'm genuinely sorry for you. I'm being serious here. I'm not uh, messing around with you. I'm genuinely sorry for you if you're getting your news from the mainstream media because what you're getting is not news. You're getting Pravda-like propaganda efforts, gaslighting, and lies. I'm sorry for you. I tweeted this out yesterday, and I mean it. Folks, I can't encourage you in strong enough terms. Please do your own homework. Fact check my show. Fact check what I put out there. You'll find that what we tell you is factually accurate. The data's real. Nothing we put out there. We don't do hoaxes, unlike the mainstream media. The media's lost. If you're getting your information from them, sorry because you're being misled. So what's the latest media hysteria? Well, as you know, uh, if you've been following the news cycle, President Trump pardoned Eddie DeBartolo, I believe, Jr., who was the former owner of the San Francisco 49ers football team. 
Um, he's he pardoned he commuted the sentence of Bernie Carrick, and he pardoned former uh, Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich. I'm mean, excuse me, commuted the sentence. I got that backwards of Rod Blagojevich and pardoned Bernie Carrick, former police commissioner in New York. Sorry for getting that backwards. Precision matters. Of course, cue media hysteria now, Joe. Here we go. Trump's pardons are out of control. Apparently, they haven't read the Constitution, which clearly delineates the president's ability to pardon people. You know, asking them to read the Constitution is too much. So you would think, ladies and gentlemen, based on media hysteria, again, the media is supposed to be giving you facts, that Trump, if he is truly out of control with the pardons, that this would be some historical anomaly. Joe, I'm, I'm, again, I'm asking you a serious question. Yeah. That would be accurate to state, right? That yes. Trump being the, the the 45th president of the United States, measuring all 45 prior presidents, mm-hmm. that clearly Trump either in, in number or in the quality or lack thereof of his pardons would be some historical standout. Yeah. Of all the 45 presidents, surely Trump has pardoned thousands, yeah. millions of people because it's anomalous. Right. So let's put up this graphic hat tip Bongino report, which- I, people work for me, but I didn't actually do this, but the Bongino, BonginoReport.com uh, put this together. So here's CNN. Again, just fake news specialists all the time now. Quote, Trump's pardon spree deepens crisis gripping American justice. If you want to see the graphic, YouTube.com slash Bongino, you can check it out on our YouTube site. So it's a spree, Joe. A spree. CNN's yeah. supposed to be a mainstream news site. A spree of pardons. So let's rank presidents by pardon. Here's the actual reality. FDR is number one with 3,687 pardons. Probably not surprising being that he uh, he spent multiple terms in office. Yeah. Woodrow Wilson, Truman's after that. Obama had 1,927 pardons. He actually ranks number four. So Trump clearly must be number five, I guess, right after Obama. If he's not one, two, three, or four, and there's been some spree of pardons, He'd be number five. Actually, Trump is 41 out of 45 with an unremarkable and completely unastonishing unpardoned spree or pardon unspree of 34. 34, folks. Those are the numbers. Again, you won't get that from the mainstream media who will continue again to decry this show and others for being conspiracy theorists. The same mainstream media that told you Spygate was a hoax and collusion was real got the whole story backwards, we'll continue to say our show and other conservatives are crazy when all we're giving you is the data. Obama, 1,927 pardons, number four all time. Trump, 34. 1,927, 34. 1,927, 34. 1,927, 34. Not even remotely comparable. No. But again, you will never see Obama's legitimate pardon spree ever described as a spree because CNN doesn't do news. They're Pravda. It's a fake news outlet. That is not real news. There is no pardon spree. There's no evidence of a pardon spree. If anything, there's only evidence that Trump has failed to pardon as many people as 41 other presidents or 40 other presidents. Trump taken out of the mix. Oh, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Not you. Okay. So, <laughs> so that was rude. No, sure. I don't mean, no, because usually when I say that, I'm talking to Joe. I, I, I know to the I know you can't answer back to the <laughs> forgive me. I did not mean to be rude. <laughs> I love producer Joe. It's cool. But he is right. I usually when I say that, I'm talking to Joe or Paula. Right. Uh, but to the audience, I know you can't answer back, but I want you to ponder this for a minute. Like, 
does this does it bother you at all that I mean is this really you're supposed you journalism is supposed to be about reporting the facts about reporting the chronology of things that happened during the day in the news opinion journalism is adding color and flavor to that that's what i do but does it bother you at all if you're a leftist that swears by abc nbc cbs cnn and msnbc does it i'm it's a serious question i'm not kidding does it bother you at all that pretty much every anti-trump story of any substance that's been reported has been wrong does it bother you even a little bit that you think you're reading a nonfiction novel, but everything you're being told is actually false and is made up and is actually fiction? Why doesn't that bother you? Can you not attack Trump on his ideas? That's fine. This is, this is a free country. I respect that. I don't agree with your attacks. But can you not say, oh, you know, I don't like Donald Trump. I think his tax cuts stunk. I think his deregulatory regime is terrible. And here's why without constantly making stuff up. And the irony is you constantly accuse Trump of lying, yet what's actually happening is you're the ones lying. You're not telling the truth, folks. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you've been suckered by this. Pardon spree. And you believe that? Double and triple check everything you hear in the mainstream media. All right, a quick call to action here, because this is important. And then I, I, I want to show you some headlines again, how the media is just totally deceiving you. This Washington Post political contrast. Folks, primary dates are coming up in many states. I early voted by mail. It's hard for me to get to a voting location for obvious reasons. You go there with a lot of Trump supporters, you wind up causing more of a distraction than anything. So um, I typically vote by mail down here in the great state of Florida. Florida's primary, presidential primary is coming up. I believe the date is March 17th. I live in Florida, but because I live in Florida, I don't want to distract you from the other, uh, what, 47 states or so that haven't voted yet in primaries, factoring out Nevada this weekend. Folks, please, I don't care that the president is the obvious nominee for the Republican Party. There's not a serious opponent. I don't care. Please, action matters. The do matters. Talk is cheap. I say this at every speech I give publicly. I'm glad that you love the show. I am honored deeply from the bottom of my heart that you are here. But if it doesn't motivate you to action, to do things, it is totally useless. You have to get out and vote. I don't care if you vote by mail, by absentee, if you show up to vote. You may say, well, what's the point? Trump's going to be the nominee. I'm wasting your time. You are not wasting your time. We need to show up in unprecedented numbers. The good Republicans of New Hampshire and Iowa who showed up to caucus and vote in the primary for Donald Trump, despite the fact that they didn't have to, many braved cold weather, had to get babysitters, despite Trump was going to be the nominee no matter what. Thank you. Thank you. I mean that. I'm not joking around. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for doing what you did. It sent an unbelievably strong message that we are not kidding. The new rules are in effect. We are done playing patty cake. This is about saving our country. And we're willing to show up in an election where the result is already done. Trump will be the GOP nominee. We are willing to show up anyway to send those votes in. I did it yesterday. Again, I don't mind going to vote. I only because I don't want to cause a distraction. I voted yesterday, got my stamps out, filled out my form. My wife voted too. We're sending it in today. The Florida presidential primary, by the way, is totally distinct from the other Republican primary. So it's not even like you can vote for anyway. It's, it's a simple Donald Trump affirmation vote. Do it anyway. 
I want the story to be in Florida, Nevada, Iowa, New Hampshire, everywhere. Holy crikeys. These Republicans are showing up in mass. They're showing up in mass to vote for a president that's already the nominee. He's going to be the nominee no matter what's going on. We're going on. We're done with your BS. No more popular vote losses. No more, you know, primary uh, apathy. Yeah, he's already the nominee. Please, I'm begging you, get out there. Remember that scene in Braveheart where the guy, and they're coming from the hills and the mountains. And remember that scene? I love that. <laughs> Everybody out of your house, out of your apartment. I don't care where you reside. I don't care if you like cave living somewhere. Out of the cave, the house, the rental apartment, no matter where you are, you have to vote in your primary and the general, no matter what. Send a message. Strike electoral fear, not violent, aggressive fear like the left does to us. Electoral fear into the heart of the Democrats. Show them we will not be silenced. It will scare the living daylights out of them. It already has in New Hampshire. Trust me on that one. Vote. Go to your local, just Google whatever state you're in. I'm in Martin County, Florida. It's Martin County Votes. You Google it, boom, request an absentee ballot if you can't make it. Go today. Call to action. Action matters. Talk is cheap. You want to support this president? Go today. Today. You haven't registered? Register today. State Board of Elections New York. State Board of Elections Idaho. State Board of Elections Wyoming. Just Google it. You'll find it right away. It's not hard. Please. Thank you very much. Not a lecture, folks. Just a humble request. Okay, I wanted to show you this too. I, I, you know, I, it's easy to hammer the media, but again, it's important to show you how phony these people are. It's just a quick one. It's just so easy. I had to go with it. So, they, uh, kind of trailer hitching on to that argument before about David Laufman, remember the names, who signed this letter demanding Swamp Rat Laufman, Bill Barr must resign. God forbid he figures out what role I had in that January 2017 <laughs> meeting, right? All right. We need Barr out of there. Now, of course, the media, total hacks, disgraceful, non-journalist journalists are desperate to pin Barr as he's not an independent voice, the attorney general. He should resign. God forbid he figures out what happened in Spygate show. He's the wingman for Trump. Well, that's kind of funny because I remember specifically an attorney general under Obama who actually said in his own words, he was a wingman for Obama. Yeah. Perfect timing. Uh -huh. Politico, Josh Gerstein, Eric Holder, quote, I'm still the president's wingman. Not a joke. Not a joke. An actual quote by Eric Holder. So just to be clear, showing you the frauds the Democrats are, because that's all they are, and their media bootlicking sycophant acolytes, Barr has to go. He's the president's wingman. Eric Holder under Obama. I'm the president's wingman. They didn't have any issue with that. No. He actually said it. Now, hat tip Stephen Miller on Twitter. Not Stephen Miller from the White House. He has a podcast. I, I'm, uh, but he, this was on his Twitter. This is where I found this. Give proper credit. He found this fascinating Washington Post headline about this wingman thing again. William Barr has energetically played the role of presidential wingman. It's a hit piece. 
<laughs> right. Again, folks, if you're taking these people seriously, it's hard to take you seriously. I'm genuinely sorry you got fooled. Genuinely sorry you got fooled. You know what? I want to get to, this is one story that's been hovering. I'm going to get to it this week. Some of you are probably, I'm not even going to mention it because if I mention it, I think I'll curse it. Tomorrow, tomorrow. But there's a big story I want to get, but it requires some time and there's just a lot going on. You know, I always get this stuff. So working on that third book now, I'm going to put it all together in a compilation. You're going to love this new book we got coming out. I've been really working hard on it. Folks, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino. We'd really appreciate it. We're trying to get to 400,000 subscribers. We're almost there. 20,000 more to go. Please help us out, youtube.com slash Bongino. It's free. Check out the video version of the show. Paula, Drew, and Joe put a lot of work into the audio video shows, so we appreciate it. Thanks so much. I will see you all tomorrow. And don't forget to join us at CPAC. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One more quick announcement. I forgot. I can't believe I forgot this. I will be guest hosting the Sean Hannity show on Fox tomorrow. Please tune in or DVR it. I Again, it's a humble request. I appreciate it. You have made us number one the last few times we've been there. It means a lot. It sends a big, strong message to uh, to folks out there. So please uh, set your DVR. Sean Hannity show on Fox tomorrow, 9 p.m. Eastern time. I will be guest hosting tomorrow night. I really appreciate it if you tune in or DVR it and watch it. Thanks a lot. See you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.